Alexa, what is the best podcast in the land? Here's pulling back the curtain podcast registered from Amazon Music. Playing the latest episode. This podcast is sponsored by Sumato Coffee. Sumato Coffee believes that coffee should be unique and high quality from bean to cup. Beyond that, it starts to become stale. At Sumato Coffee, they're incredibly concerned and transparent about when your coffee is roasted. That's why they put the roast date right on the bag. Pulling Back the Curtain podcast listeners receive a 20% discount off their order by using promo code BALLERSCOFFEE. To learn more about Sumato Coffee, please visit them at sumatocoffee.com. That's S-U-M-A-T-O-C-O-F-F-E-E.com. What's happening, people, and what you know good? We'd like to thank you for listening and spending your time with us. This is Pulling Back the Curtain Podcast, the most provocative, the most exciting, the baddest, baddest podcast in the land. We come with the dopest topics, hitting with the rawest opinion while giving you the straight-up facts. No fake news here. I'm Jules. Oppress. We give sight to the blind, ladies and gentlemen. Alexa, what is the baddest podcast in the land? Here's Pulling Back the Curtain Podcast registered from Amazon Music. Playing the latest episode. Season three of the Pulling Back the Curtain podcast is brought to you by Sumato Coffee. Pulling Back the Curtain podcast listeners will receive a 20% discount on your order by using promo code BALLERSCOFFEE. To learn more about Sumato Coffee, please visit their website at www.sumatocoffee.com. That's S-U-M-A-T-O-C-O-F-F-E-E.com. What's happening, people? And what you know good? We'd like to thank you for listening and spending your time with us. This is Pulling Back the Curtain Podcast, the most provocative, the most exciting, the baddest, baddest podcast in the land. We come with the dopest topics, hitting with our rawest opinion, while giving you the straight-up facts. That's right. No fake news here. I'm Jules. I'm Chris. On this episode, we pull back the curtain on the Delta variant and the COVID-19 vaccine and much, much more. Press what's popping, baby? And it's your world, Jules, man. How you living, bruh? I'm all good, man. I'm always winning, prayers. You know me, man. Everything's straight. Just same old, same old, working, coming home, coming home, working. In between, I get a little meal here and there. <laughs> you know what? That's a vicious cycle, my brother. We're we going to we gonna have to mix in a little bit more. <laughs> I'm going to take some days off, man. I need some time for myself. So I'm going to be putting in some days uh, next week and stuff. Shit, I know the stress I'm under with work, and I'm definitely taking some time off. So make sure you do that, man. You got to have some of that time to unwind every once in a while, you know? Yes, sir. And I will be taking it. <laughs> How about you, man? You know, work is work. I ain't even going to go there with anybody on that because they don't come here to listen to me talk about work. But I would just say this. I got vacation coming up in a week, and so that's where my mind's at right now, man. We're going to get these podcasts out to you guys, and the Prez is going to be spending some time on the islands. Nice. That's in my immediate future. <laughs> Man, do me a favor, Press. When yes, you're out there, man, take a picture of that that scenery and send it to me, man. So I'm gonna I'm gonna close my I'm gonna look at it and, and daydream I was out there with you, man. I got you, brother. I got you. <laughs> and next time, you're gonna be out there with me, man. <laughs> man, hey man, hey, I'm already packed, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Jules says, say less. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, Jules, before we get into the, the fair file and get into these mailback questions, it is something funny that uh, that I wanted to chat about. State of Illinois, man, they started to give out money, man, to people that took this uh, vaccine. So listeners, you heard Jules in the intro say, hey, we're going to pull back the curtain on this variant and, this, and we're going to revisit the COVID-19 vaccine. 
for jewels. State of Illinois, they handing out some money, bruh. Man, I wish they'd just give it to me off GP. <laughs> <laughs> he said, just go ahead and take this 100 stacks. Go ahead, just take right. it. Hey, I'm with it, man. I'm actually kind of surprised. <laughs> but, hey, man, that's what's up, though. I like it. Yeah, I think it's a really smooth move as well. And I'm sitting here like every time that phone rings, bro, and it's a call, it's a number that's not programmed to my phone. I'm answering that shit. I've been getting all kind of spam calls lately, but I haven't even cared because I'm like, Damn. I'm trying to holler at JB. JB, you there? Oh, what yeah, is this? right. Car warranty. I don't need no car warranty. Get out of here. I'm waiting oh, for JB dude, to call. Man. <laughs> you getting those too? Man, bro, man, every call day. Me at least once every day, man. I was like, dang. I said, I didn't even know I could get a car warranty for this. <laughs> right, no kidding. <laughs> I'm like, sir, I just bought this car. What do you mean, car warranty? Get out of here. I'm waiting for JB to hit my line. <laughs> yeah, right. I said, man, I'm trying to win some money. Man, get out of here. Hey, if you ain't, ain't talking about I, I'm winning some money or anything, man, get on out of here. Yeah, get out of here, man. So I've been blocking them calls now. I'm like, you won't get me twice, sir. I'm waiting on JB over here. He got some money to get me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, JB. Hey, JB running the game. I think this is little, his little uh, his little plan, huh? <laughs> JB smart, man. He needs some good recognition from the folks right now. So I think this is going to hook him up, man, because people now are like, all right, JB, what you got for me? So we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. They already been announcing some winners, man. So, hey, people, let's listen to this show in, in the Chicagoland area. Make sure if that phone ring and it's a number you don't recognize, just answer it because you never know. Yeah, right. Well, man, Jules, let's get into this fair file. So we got a good one. Okay. This one. This one comes over from one of our listeners, man. So shout out to my boy, Jake, man. He was like, hey, man, I got a fair file for y'all. So check it out, Jules. Okay. He said, remember the ringtones from back in the day when you used to have like your favorite uh, song or track on your phone as your ringtone? Fair file, I'm bringing those back now. Ooh, man. Oh, I got to think about this one, man. Fair file for old ringtones. You know what? I would say fair. My favorite one was the 300 Spartan. Oh, yeah, that was dope. I remember that one. And every time it ring, it says, Spartans prepare for glory or something like that. Yeah. And I remember being in New Orleans and my phone rang and people was like, man, that's dope. So, man, I, I don't have a, uh, on some of them. And then some of them, you got the little weird little tunes and stuff like that. But there are some dope ones out there. If you bring those back, I, I, I got no problem with them. I, I, I call fair. Okay. I got to say a little something about your ringtone being that 300 one in it oh. and it hit when you was in New Orleans because that was kind of the perfect place for a tone like that to, to kick off on your phone. <laughs> <laughs> People looking at what the hell? <laughs> they said, this man ready. All right. <laughs> Get out of his way. <laughs> yeah. All right. See, for me on that one, man, I went back and forth for them because to your point, man, those those ringtones was kind of dope. I remember I had the little Nokia phone back in the day and I used to have all them different ringtones. I had one for everybody. That was like my, my favorite people, at least. Like if you didn't have a ringtone, mm-hmm. I wasn't really messing with you like that. But that shit was kind of cool. But I'm going to say this. I'm old now. And if you guys remember last season, I told you all that I don't like when people's phones and stuff be going off in public and, 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 and their phone be ringing right. all loud and shit. I don't know if I want that to come back because back in the day it was cool because I'm like, oh man, that was a dope ringtone, right? But now I'm like, I don't need to hear your ringtone. I don't need to hear you talking about what your baby daddy ain't doing. I don't need to hear none of that. Keep it to yourself. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, I- I'm team uh, get off my lawn over here right now. So so Jake, okay. I'm calling foul. I'm good okay. with those not coming back. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
No, you know what? You put it in that way, Prez. I, I, I can understand because nowadays, a lot of times people don't even, they, use, they do FaceTime right. when they're talking on their phone. And it's like, you're in the stores and gas station or what have you. And, and, and it's not safe when you're walking down the street and you're just talking on your phone. You're not paying attention. So, Bro. dude, man. And you see that a lot, man. People just have their head buried in that thing. Listen, I tell these teenagers all the time, man. I saw a young lady like that uh, the other day in the grocery store in the lot. She's on FaceTime with somebody, and this car come barreling in the lot, and it just and I had to yell her attention, and she like you know jumped up and jumped jumped out of the way, and I said, "Hey, whoever that is, they can't wait." <laughs> she, <laughs> yeah, right. I'm like, yeah. she was just walking, bro. She wasn't even looking up or nothing. I'm like, damn, that conversation uh-huh. must have been deep. Yeah, who's yeah, who's on the other line, man? What's going on? I don't know. If it wasn't JB, young lady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you ain't kidding. <laughs> you ain't kidding. All right, man. So uh that was a great fair foul. Thanks yeah, so much for that. That one, was a man. good one, man. That was a yeah. good one. All right, let's get into these mailback questions. Jules, we got Nicholas from Fargo, North Dakota. North Dakota listener. Oh, man. Wow. All right. All right. Thanks. So, Thank you. Yeah, so he wanted to know, do you think that Tyson Fury's COVID diagnosis was legit? Several people in this camp stated that they called COVID. He called COVID. I guess so, because you're the champ. And for you not to, to postpone the fight, you must, something must really happen. You must really have this, this COVID. Or you wasn't prepared, like, uh, like uh, Deontay's fiance said. Oh, she went in, didn't she? <laughs> she did. Hey, hey, she went in. But, you know, for me, as Fury, his character and his persona and stuff like that, I don't think he'll be the type to to, to postpone the fight if it wasn't something serious. I mean, yeah. that's just me. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. Yeah, I, I just think he probably did. His cap got COVID. You know, they hanging tight together like that. So he must get in stuff and want to postpone it, you know, I think to October, you know, so he'll get healed. and get back to the training cramp because few people I talked to had COVID and said, you know, they was just no energy. They lost weight and stuff like that. So I feel like it was legit. Yeah, Jules, I'm with you, man. I mean, Tyson Fury, he's never shown me anything where he's ducked anybody. I mean, we know his story. He's been through a lot of his life. I couldn't see how he would let COVID force him mm-hmm. to, you know, to use that as an excuse to, to duck Deontay Wilder. Now, I will say, the postponement of the fight worked in my advantage because I'm actually going to be in Vegas the weekend that they rescheduled it for. So uh, that's going to oh, be a good nice. time down there. Nice. <laughs> nice. That's a, hey, so it worked out for you. <laughs> it worked out very well. And I got the flight and the hotel at a cheap cost because, you know, now with that fight now going to be uh, that weekend, you know, everything about to go up price-wise with the flights and the yep. hotels. Yep. <laughs> that's also the weekend that oh, the Bears man. are playing the Raiders. So, it's already going to be an expensive weekend, but that's going to be a jam-packed weekend with a ton of stuff to do. Oh, you're going to be living up that weekend. Yeah, overstimulated, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, man. Makes... Hey, hey, have your mom say a prayer for me, please. <laughs> oh, man, we'll do. And me too, man. Hey, I want you to come back in one piece now. Because you... Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't lying. You oh, ain't lying. Man. Oh, man. But no, I, I, don't, I don't think that he docked him because... Even though I knew where Deontay Wilder's fiance was coming from, because she talked about the fact that Deontay's fought with like torn biceps, broken fingers, and all kind of stuff. And I was like, yeah, I get it. But your your fiance also used the excuse that the uh, costume that he wore in the fight messed up his legs in that fight. So that to me was more of an excuse than 
what Fury is doing with COVID. I mean, if Deontay yeah. Wilder, if she want to speak up for you, Miss uh, Fiance, answer to that. Because that costume Ms. excuse is weak as hell. Miss Fiance, I don't know your name. Oh, man. <laughs> Uh, I I didn't get that one, man. I didn't know that costume must be very heavy and very tight because he said he was winded from wearing it and it wore his legs down. And I'm like, man, what was how much did that thing weigh? Right. Why'd you wear it? When you got size for that nonsense, you had to know it was heavy then. Y'all didn't think that out. You're gonna have that long walk to the ring. And also, if you knew the thing was heavy, you should have probably not skipped leg day. So I don't know. It's a lot of lot of things. Yeah, I don't know, man. Right, right. But all I know, one thing I, we do know, he got to come in and handle business on that knife. He better. You got to answer that, that challenge. Last, yeah, that that last performance, man. Whereas we was there, we was watching it. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. No, I couldn't believe it either. Because we was all saying uh, Wilder got this. There was one person that was saying Wilder wasn't going to win, but he was kind of a hater. But, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, if he put a bad boy, he won big that night. To the point that you were making, he's got to come back in that fight October 9th and be ready to go because Fury, man, that guy's tough. I mean, dude, remember the uh, the first fight, Jules, when Wilder knocked him out and when Fury got up and he looked like he was like the Undertaker coming back from the dead? I couldn't even yeah. believe that he mm-hmm. got up from that one. So I'm sorry. I'm just not buying that Tyson Fury made this whole COVID thing up as an excuse. Because he don't seem like he ducks any smoke, if you ask me. No, that brother there is so cocky. And he got a big head, too. So he was so wild. You got some work to do, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't stand in the pocket with this man. No. <laughs> don't stand in the pocket. He no. probably Wilder probably have to win off points, man. Don't try to yeah, go for no knockdowns or nothing, man. Just go for the points, man. Just stick and move. Use some combinations. Get out the way. Get the guards up, man. Because that boy there, that, that's a strong big boy, man. And that head, you ain't. I know he knocked him down, but like you said, Perez, he got up like the undertake on that thing. I, I would have jumped out the ring if I saw that. Listen, when he hit him and knocked him down, my soul left my body. I don't know how the hell he got up. I really don't, brother. I'm just going to say, I've been liking all these fight questions lately, man. You listeners, man, I, I asked for more of these, and y'all been hitting them. So thank you so much. This is a good question. Thanks, Nicholas. All right, Jules, the next one comes over from James from Mesa, Arizona. And he wanted to know, why was LeBron James allowed to bring in outside liquor at the Suns, Suns game in game six? Talk to him. Because he Lebr- he's LeBron James? That's right. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I don't think anybody in that arena is going to tell LeBron James he can't bring in no alcohol. <laughs> I, 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 that's just me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he should have went down there and asked for, asked for a little, little sip, too. I mean, mm-hmm. Let me get some of that I mean, tequila. Perez, I, I, I remember I went to the show years ago. I'm sitting in the show, and somebody uh, on someone on the same row as me had some Harold's chicken. Now I know damn well they ain't sold no Harold's chicken in that in that movie theater. Wait, 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 wait. That's gonna be a future fair or foul question. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a female, it was a group of females, and one of them had some Harold's chicken. I wasn't hating. I was like, damn, I should have brought me some Harold's chicken in. Well, I saw this question and stuff, and I saw it on uh, on ESPN and stuff like that. I was like, damn. Hey, that brother should have brought in some, some 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 liquor of his own too, if he can. You know, say have your have your girl put in a purse, or you know, say you put in like a little water bottle, or you know what they pass out in the state the the uh, stadium and stuff. I mean, listen, here's the thing: is the brother LeBron James, LeBron James generated revenue for the NBA for years and years, and, and keep on continuing. And nobody's gonna tell LeBron that he can't bring in that thing. So, 
I don't even know why people even tripping about this. Exactly. That's my point. A hundred percent. Jules, I, I can't let that Harold's chicken in the, in the movie theater thing go. <laughs> what, what movie, okay. th- what movie theater were you at? <laughs> I was over here, 87 off the Dan Ryan. Oh shit. See that already. <laughs> <laughs> enough said. All right. So <laughs> he said enough said. <laughs> hey right. man, hey, you know how we do, man. You know how we do. Listen, you already know. I, I had seen some crazy shit at that movie theater, man. So that's gonna be for a future pod. <laughs> Good lord. Okay. Yeah, I wanted some hair. I wanted some hair. Should I smell that thing? I looked down. I'm like, what the heck? I said, man, I should have brought me some hairs too. Yeah, I can't wait to do the fair foul on that one. All right, so James, let me let me hit this one real quick. And I'm with Jules on it. I'm just gonna say, after this question about LeBron James, I want to fall back on talking about this man so much on the podcast. We've talked about him way too much for my comfort lately. So no more LeBron James questions, uh, audience. Sorry. But uh we all know in society that rules don't always apply to the rich and famous. So to Jules's point. There's nothing no one's going to tell LeBron. LeBron probably had that thing in his hand, visible, and was walked mm-hmm. right through there, and he was probably daring somebody to tell him he couldn't bring that in there. Could you imagine if you're the security guard, and it's LeBron James walking past you, you're going to be like, hey, sir, uh, you can't bring any outside food and liquor in here. Right. That man would have probably looked at him right. like, what? <laughs> Who right. are you talking to? <laughs> Hell yeah, you might be sitting up there and getting a pink slip. Right. <laughs> Because after his people make them calls, man, please. Most people, they're going to realize this is above my pay grade. I ain't got nothing mm-hmm. to say. Enjoy the game, sir. <laughs> Enjoy the game. Hey, put a little in this cup right here. <laughs> See, that'd have been me. Like, man, that tequila any good? <laughs> right. That'll be the question, Perez. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be what he had in his hand. It'd be like, hey, man, what brand is that? Or, or is this yours? Or how it tastes? Or what yeah, you, you taste it with anything? Because I wonder if it was his. Because, you know, LeBron, he kicked off his own little tequila. So it probably was his. Right. And to be honest with you, it's probably some great marketing on LeBron's part by even doing that in the first place. Because he know everything he does will get attention. Yep. And people are talking about it. So. Mm -hmm. mm, And here we are. It was. (laughs) Yep. Here we are talking about it. Damn, LeBron. Smart. You are smart. That's why he is a billionaire in the the making here. So, yeah. I want to say this to you, James. I noticed that you're from Arizona. So I'm sorry about your sons. And I got a feeling, man, your oh. question about LeBron probably came from a place of hurt. So I hope that you're doing better. And, um, hey, you got a good team, man. So you guys will do good, man. Better luck next season, though. Yeah, next season, man. Probably need a couple pieces, maybe a center, probably some bench. But that was a tough one, Perez. I mean, losing four straight like that, that's... That's that gentleman's, that gentleman's sweep. <laughs> we, Yeah, right? I know Uh-oh. that hurt Phoenix, but, I mean... Oh, but- James? Did yeah. you hear uh, Jules? He said, y'all might need a center. So I think Jules don't respect DeAndre Ayton. So audience, <laughs> fair or foul? Is DeAndre Ayton a good center for the Phoenix Suns, or do they need to upgrade? We want to know. Let us know. All right. So Jules, next question comes over from Terrence from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. He wanted to know, does Ben Simmons have what it takes to take his game to the next level? Ben Simmons, in order for Philly to go to the next round and get that chip, he will have to. He's a solid player. But this season, he was like 15, 7, and 7. So he's a solid player, but to get to that superstar level, yeah, he would have to, you know, get into that Super Saiyan mode. And that's the only way Philly is going to um, go to the next round. Now, 
I don't know if he can do it himself, if he can motivate himself to get him there, or will he will have to take somebody like a coach or a veteran player to get him there? That's the question. Does he have it in him? I believe so. But he might need somebody to kick the other gear. Yeah, I mean, Jules, to your point, man, I just think that he needs somebody to give him a square kick in his ass because he is so talented. Yeah. But you're right, mm-hmm. man. It's just something about him. It's just like, uh, it's like he's so good. We know what he can do. But it's just like, it's just something that's just not getting him there just yet to this point. So we've heard so many narratives about Ben Simmons. People say he can't shoot or he won't shoot or he plays elite defense. But somehow he always still puts up consistent numbers, even though you know that he could do a lot more out there on the court, right? So this is the same song and dance we have heard about him for years now. But I still think Ben Simmons is still a very important piece of the puzzle for the Sixers. And mm-hmm. there's been a lot of rumors out there, Jules, that the Sixers may be interested in going after Damian Lillard. So Ben Simmons also okay. can bring back a piece like that. So maybe it could be a situation where, hey, get Ben Simmons to another team where he can maybe do what he does best. Because in Philly, if I'm being honest, he's sharing that spotlight with Joel and B. So right. sometimes maybe some players may want to have the spotlight to themselves. You never know what's going on behind closed scenes in that team in Philly. Yeah, this is remain to be seen. Ben Simmons just need what, what the, all, the, the greats have. And all the greats have that killer instinct. Mm-hmm. They want to win. Mm-hmm. And by all means, they, they, they go through whatever, whatever it costs to win. And I think that's what he just needs to get, his mindset. His mindset got to be there. Hey, listen, I want to win. I want to bring a chip to, to myself, to the team, to the uh, fans and stuff. And and I got to do whatever I got to do to win, like 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 Mike did, like Kareem and Magic and all the greats. Yes, sir. But see, that's one of the things that you and I talk about a lot of times, even off air, is the fact that a lot of these guys in the league now, some of them, they're in the league for the wrong reasons. Sometimes some of them want to be more internet famous and want to be more marketable, profitable than they want to be winners uh-huh. on the court. And I hope that Ben Simmons is not that, but I've noticed that he's been Super Hollywood, like been out there doing that Kardashian thing, bro. Stop it. Don't just Ugh. leave that shit alone, man. Leave it alone. <laughs> yeah, he was kicking it with uh he was kicking it with Kendall for a while, right? Yeah, he was. I think uh Devin Booker got a little something too. So oh, yeah. man. But you know, I'll digress. But I'll just say, Ben, man, we believe in you here and pull it back the curtain podcast family. We believe in you, but you are giving people a lot of ammunition to use against you to give up on you. But you don't have that type of talent and not be successful in this league. But it's more than just making all-stars. Like, it should be about being an all-time great. Now, there's a difference. So I think Ben Simmons uh-huh. has to decide, is these all-star nods important to him? Or is it being in the, in the, um, the named with those pantheon of, of all-time greats, you know, in that Mount Rushmore? Like, he's got to think about what he wants his legacy to be. Mm-hmm. That is fair. So it's up to Ben. And if he don't want to do it, then I think a square, nice little kick in the arse might help as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> it always worked for me back in the day. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. Something, yeah, you do need somebody to put a little fire in there under your boy every once in a while. All right, so the last question comes over from Cynthia. She lives in Jefferson City, Missouri. Shout out to you, Cynthia. All right, Cynthia. She wanted to know, how do we feel about the Olympics being held in the face of rising COVID-19 numbers, Jules. You know, at first, it was decent because when they was having to um, start the Olympic stuff, COVID was pretty much, the state was opening up and stuff, and it just so happened that during the time this country was opening up and the Olympics was 
about to take place, you can see the numbers rise, mm-hmm. which I think the experts was predicting. And that's why they was pushing the um the vaccination. Prayers, I was happy. I was like, okay, cool. You know, get to see our the best of the uh the countries have to offer and stuff, and they go at it and stuff for the gold, silver, and bronze, and see the you know, times and Royal records being breaking stuff. That stuff is always fascinating to me, uh, mm-hmm. especially the track and field and the men's basketball and soccer and stuff like that. So, so I was happy. I was cool with it. But then Tokyo, I found out. I don't think there was a lot of spectators, uh, fans in the stadiums. I don't think. Uh, yeah, well, the events that I watched yesterday because uh, it kicked off uh-huh. yesterday, I didn't see mm-hmm. many spectators. If anything, I saw like people that were like competitors, like just kind of sitting in the stands. Okay. So, and also too. For the opening ceremony, to your point, Jules, they allowed people there, but it was only dignitaries. So I don't even think there were outside mm. people allowed at the opening ceremonies. Yeah, so that right there is like, oh, man, you're out here trying to represent and stuff. But, you know, people see you on TV and stuff like that. But you get, you know, people in the seats in there. And I'm pretty sure that does something to the athletes. I'm not sure because I've never been in that situation. But I'm pretty sure, you know, when you're out there to cheer the fans and stuff, get you going and you get your family and stuff, you know, to put an extra... Put a little extra um to you. Put an extra fire into you to make you want to do even uh, more better. So, oh yeah, uh, man, that that gets that adrenaline pumping, baby. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I was cool with it, but then with the restrictions and uh, the rising, it's like, oh man, it doesn't have the same same steam that it had I, I had when that when it first was getting started. So, man, to the question, I was I'm happy, but then when the rise came up, and then there's athletes are getting COVID and stuff now, and it's like, ugh. So it took a little steam out of it for me. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Jules. I think when I thought about it, and everybody that listens to this show, you guys know I love the Olympics. I was pretty disappointed last summer when it got postponed to this year. And to Jules's point, when things started to open up, we saw that the numbers were starting to decrease because the vaccinations were being put out there. I was like pretty happy. I'm like, okay, good. We'll have this. Things are starting to slowly go back to normal, right? Wrong. Because now we're seeing yeah. that the numbers are going opposite. And now the Olympics, yeah, wrong like a mug. But these numbers, though, they're crashing directly into the Olympics right now. And it does take a little bit of a way from it for me because some of the best parts about the Olympics are the crowd being there. And I think that's just a part of sports for me in general, Jules, is nothing about a really good crowd. Like that just makes like the intensity of that moment even stronger. I mean, look at the Milwaukee Bucks, and I hate to get off track here, but look at the Milwaukee Bucks in the playoffs. They had some of the best fans. They had 80,000 fans that were outside the stadium watching the game mm-hmm. from outside the stadium. You don't think that the, the players, when they pull into that stadium and they see that, that gives them a little bit of extra or something oh, to yeah. bust their ass on that no, court? No, do. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. It's like, hey, guys, we got to go out here and do this because they, they believe in us. That's mm-hmm. right. Ain't no fucking around. Ain't no taking plays off, right? So, but so to my point about the Olympics, I'm I'm 50-50 on it. I'm going to watch it. But I'm just really disappointed in the fact that now these numbers are going up, athletes are getting contracted with the virus, and also the fans can't be there. That sucks. Because to me, that takes away a little bit of it. But we'll see, man. I Hopefully, they'll be able to keep things under control in that Olympic village. I heard, Jules, that they've been, uh, they're making the beds uh, super uncomfortable so that the athletes don't be trying to fraternize with one another so much to try to cut down <laughs> on the spread. <laughs> Damn. Damn. <laughs> it's going to happen no matter what. <laughs> on. They ain't going to need no bed. <laughs> no, they ain't going to need no bed. <laughs> well, there's a will, there's a way. <laughs> yep. Well. <laughs> so, good thing in Tokyo, but 
they'll outsmart you on that one. But uh-huh. yeah, Cynthia, on this question, it's just tough because when I look at this, and that's why we're going to do this episode today, is because we want people to really start to think about the effect of their decisions and how it has ramifications on everybody around them, right? Because you may feel a certain kind of way about the vaccine. Well, that's fine. But if you're out there not wearing a mask and acting like this thing is is not even there anymore, well, you're part of the problem because you're spreading this thing around to people that you're coming in contact with. And not to mention, a lot of these people that are deciding to make these decisions, Jules, are not even getting vaccinated. They have young children. And these young children, they don't have a way to be vaccinated. So these young children are being exposed to this stuff. And they're spreading. I mean, Mm -hmm. these kids are in in programs, activities, schools. You know, so when when I look at this, man, I just think that the people that are making these decisions not to become vaccinated, this is like a second part of the pandemic now. Because we saw the first one where we all couldn't do anything about it. We just had to wear our masks and stay away from each other and stay in the house. Now... We see these people that aren't being vaccinated, who I think is now the second part of the pandemic, Jules. We'll get into it because now this thing ain't going anywhere. And it's like, man, you you might as well just go ahead for the people uh, who are not uh, vaccinated. might as well go ahead and, and, and get this get this shot, man, because it's not going anywhere. And you just, you know, you're better taking caution and preparing yourself for this thing here. Yeah, Jules, because I know in, in the beginning of things, I was joking on the podcast about I'm not getting that thing. I'm like, I don't know uh-huh. what they're doing. but. The only reason why I was making those comments is because I thought, okay, yeah, it did come out pretty fast and okay, fine. You know, I want to, you know, get a little bit more data, but my decision was based on getting more information. So I started having phone calls with people that had a part in the the trials. Then I made the decision to get vaccinated. But there's people out here, Jules, that are, oh, I'm not getting that, but they're not educating themselves on it. They're not trying to figure out, okay, well, is there someone I could talk to? Is there information out there that I can find out? that will make me make a better decision for myself and for my family. And a lot of people aren't doing that. They're just being stubborn. They're having a the conspiracy theories, uh, Jules. And some people mm-hmm. are like telling you, well, I don't know what that is that I'm putting in my body. And I'm like, sir, you do drugs. Sir, you smoke cigarettes. What are you talking about? Well, yeah. Do you know what's in them cigarettes? Tobacco. Yeah, and other shit. And other shit. <laughs> and now, well, not equals. Well, <laughs> look, look on the ingredients of that box. Half this stuff, right. you like chemicals, chemicals, chemicals. I can't. What is right, this? right, <laughs> right. You can't even put, um, pronounce some of this stuff. And then, not to mention, whatever, whatever extra they put in there. But, man. <laughs> no, my friends, dude, you're right, man. You're right about that, man. It's like, you see, but we, we were smart about it. We wasn't like, hey, no, I'm not getting it because I just don't want it. You just want to educate yourself and just want to say, okay, well, what is it? What is any side effects? What's, what's, Mm -hmm. is anything that, that can break me out that I'm allergic to that's in it and stuff like that? No, you just want to be smart about it, which is, hell, you know, that, that's how you're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. Anything, we, because everybody knows it's new and don't know exactly what it is. And so, like, okay, let's take a second and let's find out, figure out what it is first. And then, okay, then base my decision from there. But yeah, just not just saying, no, nah, I'm not getting because, hey, I get it, then I might grow a third eye. So I'm like, that's like, <laughs> I mean, man, that's a, that's a stretch, boy. But I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but I heard people say that, man, you know, you grow, grow in a third eye or they put a chip in you or whatever the case may be. Yep. I yep. don't know, man. Yep. Yeah, there was one guy that was online talking about something, man. He, he, um, he didn't want to lose his libido. And I'm like, sir. <laughs> I'm sure you probably had those issues before vaccine or COVID oh. or anything like that came into play. <laughs> oh, so that's, 
That's what he's telling it. That's what he's telling them. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, he's telling the lady, like, yeah, I had the vaccine. I had that. I had that. I'm not gonna name one. I don't want to get myself in trouble. He had unnamed right, right, vaccine. Right. And all of a sudden he's like, uh, I'm not the man I was before the vaccine, sir. You were never that man. Uh, <laughs> <damn>. <laughs> oh no, my mojo's gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they stole my mojo. Damn government. <laughs> to my point, though, I mean, you get a lot of stupid shit like that, misinformation that gets put out there. And I think that causes a lot of these people that are unvaccinated to continue on with their decisions to be unvaccinated. Now, I don't want people that's listening to this show and feel like they're being attacked because they haven't been vaccinated. That's not what I'm saying here. What I'm saying here is if you've made that decision for health reasons, if you make that decision because you had uh-huh. COVID previously and you're like, hey, I got the antibodies, well, there's information out there that's showing that you can still catch it again. And mm-hmm. so we want to do this episode because we just want to have a conversation. We're not here to judge anybody. We're not here to tell you, oh, well, we're smarter than you because we made the decisions that we made. No, we just, we looked at the research, we looked at the data, and we made that decision. Right. Because the unvaccinated people can't look at the situation honestly and say, You're not the cause of the increase in cases. And the unvaccinated people have to realize they're the most at risk right now, Jules. And that's the thing that I want a lot of people to understand. You're walking around here pretending that this virus is not here, not wearing a mask, being at different events. Now, I'm going to say something about them folks in in, in Milwaukee. I hope y'all folks was vaccinated out there with y'all 80,000 people screaming and hollering and hooting and hollering around each other. Because, I mean, you talk about a spreader event. Yeah, it was... Yeah, it was deep. Yeah, that's a super, super duper spread right there, man. Mercy. Yeah, it was deep out there, man. I think one thing, though, Jules, when we were talking about doing this this episode this week, I said, you know, I want to look at where these numbers are spiking. And lo and behold, the numbers where the, the places where these cases and numbers are going up is the places where they got low vaccination coverage and people that have actually taken advantage. That's not surprising to me one bit. <laughs> one bit. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I think these are preventable cases, bro, because it's not like we don't have access to the vaccine. It's not like we don't have access to information out there. And we've done an episode on the vaccine. We put out information on different places where you can go and find studies and and things like that if you have questions and phone numbers, if you want to talk to someone in the medical field about the vaccine. There's plenty of information out there besides you going on social media and listening to someone on Twitter or Instagram with a conspiracy theory. There's a lot of misinformation out there. You, as a person, as an adult, you have the uh, responsibility to do your own research, make your own decisions, but make decisions for the greater good as well as yourself. And if you're making that decision not to be vaccinated, then put on a fucking mask. Yeah. 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 That's all to it. If you don't want the vaccination, if you don't want the vaccination, then yeah, put on a mask, keep distance and stuff. And if you ain't feeling well, stay at home. Press is pretty simple stuff here. You would it's think, simple, right? Yeah, I mean, it's pretty simple stuff. And that's that just go for, in general. If you have a cold or a cough or a ammonia, any case, hey, where you going? And then if you're feeling a little under the weather, take some. You know what I'm saying? Keep yourself, keep yourself covered. You know, keep yourself away from people. Don't spread it. I mean, my God. I mean, it's it's not rocket science. I mean, it's it's, it's simple like any other cold. Yeah. Now I got I got a funny story for you, Jules. So I Uh-oh. was out okay. about a week. I was about a, about a week ago. I was out. I was having a adult bev and had me a little burger and so forth. And some guy, he walks in and I'm at the corner of the bar and he walks in like kind of like kind of adjacent to where I was sitting. No mask. Right. But I wasn't wearing one either because I've been vaccinated and whatever. I'm not like all around other people. But anyway, 
my man starts having a coughing and sneezing attack. Oh, snap. And I'm thinking that, A, he's going to cover his fucking mouth. He didn't. And my burger's out there. So then I move my burger, cover it up. Now he's looking at me. He's like, oh, uh, <laughs> sorry. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, he didn't even pretend that he was trying to, like, cover his mouth or even turn or nothing. Just coughing and sneezing all out in the open. And see, that's the part of the problem, too, is like, what do you think is going on, bro? I don't know what your situation is. Do you think that I want to be exposed to you right. coughing? This ain't got nothing to do with COVID. This is just in general. Right. In general. Exactly. Uh-huh. So I think people just, they're not they're not remembering that part of things. Like, fuck this virus and this vaccine. What happened to, like, just having manners and, and consideration for the people around you? I don't know you, sir. And I definitely don't want you sneezing and shit all over my hamburger. I ain't even finished that shit. I was like, man, fuck this hamburger. Yeah, I... Dude, I, I yeah, I was gonna ask you, did you did you ask for another one or cause the lady brought me over another one? Yeah, okay. she brought me another one. Okay. Cause she saw it happen. Cause yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, again, Prez, you hit it on the head. What happened? Just common courtesy, just just turn your head. You know, say some people put their shirt over their mouth, some mm-hmm. people turn, cough in their elbow, or you know, yep. their hands, then they'll sanitize their hands and stuff. This is just this is just this is stuff that you've been taught since you was since you it was little. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You would think going through the pandemic last year, you would be even more aware and more of what you're doing and how you cough and sneeze. You know, because let's be honest, everybody had to cough and sneeze every once in a while. Right. So you'll be, you know, say be aware and be like, oh, okay, let me, I'm about to sneeze. Let me st- stay out, uh, let me turn my head, let me cover and stuff, because I don't want people, I don't want any inconvenience or uncomfortable people. Yeah, if I'm in public and stuff. Right. That's a fair point. Because you know everybody watching you. Because if I see right. somebody sneezing and coughing too much, I'm like, hey, you all right, man? <laughs> right. Right. You ain't got, you ain't hey, got hey, that man. Rona, do you? <laughs> hey, I'd be, I'd be at work and stuff, and people going and coughing. And say, oh, wait, hold on. I get out the way. Hey, you all right? Yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> let, me back, let me back up now. <laughs> yeah. Let me go. Uh-uh. <laughs> So I, 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 I almost blew my chest out trying to keep from sneezing one day. I'm like, I'm not sneezing in public. <laughs> I right. blew my damn chest away. Right. <laughs> Holding because that we're shit more in. aware now. We're more aware, more conscientable uh, about what's going on. And it's like, hey, wait a minute. I don't want people to jump on me here. Yeah. Like, you know. <laughs> Straight up. But those are the things, man, Prez, what you talking about, man. Just, just, just. Just cover up. You sneezing out in the open, not covering. Like, dude, what's what's your problem, man? <laughs> I mean, especially too now because we got this Delta variant now coming into the into the mm. midst. Now right. that's the thing uh-huh. that when when I first heard about that at first, I'm not gonna lie to you, Jules. I didn't really pay much attention because I know it, it. You know, it started over in another country, but it's now right. been very right. very prevalent now here in this country. Now with you have so many people that are unvaccinated, so many people that are basically kind of said fuck these masks, <laughs> and now we have a problem here where these numbers are starting to go up a little bit more. I'm just gonna tell you, they said that. There's been a 33% increase in cases in the last two weeks, just alone from this Delta variant. 99% of the COVID-related deaths over the last few months, they've been amongst unvaccinated people. Wait a minute. Say that for the one that's unvaccinated? Yeah, 99% of the COVID-related oh, deaths okay. in the okay. last couple months has been people that are unvaccinated. Ooh. Well, what else do you need to hear? Now, I'm going to tell you this. For my upcoming trip, Jules... 
Not only okay. do I have to apply to go into the country, I have to take a COVID test 72 hours before my flight lands on this island. To, and if I have a negative test, obviously I'll be able to travel. If I have a positive test, obviously don't travel for me. Now on the way back, right, right. I got to take another COVID test at the resort two days before I leave to come back to the U.S. So now the U.S. wants confirmation of a negative test. So certain countries that you go to, they're going to put these things into play. Now, I heard some friends of mine that have gone to certain parts of, of Mexico, they haven't had to do these things. So it just depends, I think, on the country that you're traveling to. A lot of countries are like, no, we got really low numbers and we're going to keep it that way. Don't come in our country with your, with your COVID. <laughs> you know, so there's yeah, a lot of things understood. that some, some places are making you do as a precaution. Yeah, understood, because according to the uh, World Health Organization, this version right here of the Delta is fast. Yes. It's yes. fast. And then saying that it'll affect the original COVID affected two point, you know, one person could affect 2.5 people. This Delta spread and one person can infect 3.5 or four people. Jeez, that's double almost. Yeah, that's there. Almost double. So it would best suit if people, for people who don't want to get vaccinated to say, hey, listen, this thing ain't going away. Let me just, let me just prepare myself. Let me, let me, let me you know what I'm saying? Get this vaccinated so it can help. So not only helping yourself, helping other people too. Press, listen, we've been getting vaccine, vaccinations since we was little. You know, as we was coming up and stuff and kids and stuff, we had to get certain vaccination because we, we to, to avoid getting some type of illness or spreading mm-hmm. thing and stuff and you need it for school and stuff like that. It's same here. Yeah, because what was the point of those vaccines? To keep you from spreading or keep you from getting exposed to something, being right. around a bunch of kids at school. So yeah, no, you're, you're right. These vaccines are new. I think though, I got one point that I'm going to make on that. It comes because there's certain populations of people that don't trust our government. That's something that we can't mm-hmm. get away from. You also mm-hmm. think about in the African-American community, Jules, when they did those syphilis tests on people of color. So some of that yeah, stuff true. is out there. So you can't hide history. However, we just got to do our research and just make better decisions for the greater good of other people. Because when you look at these current hotspots, Jules, You'll listen to some of these states and you won't be surprised that these are the states that have growing numbers. Missouri, Arkansas, and fucking Florida. They said Florida has roughly 20% of all new cases right now in the country from this Delta variant. Now, Florida, this whole time, they act like there wasn't no damn virus out here. Right. They still getting it in and, and partying <laughs> stuff. But like my mom said, hey, hey, people don't believe fat meat is greasy. If fat meat is greasy. And, <laughs> and you have to act like, hey, there's no such thing as COVID or the Delta or the Alpha or Omega or whatever. But, hey, it's here. <laughs> and the only thing you can do is just better, you know, just better get, just better equip yourself with it. And like you said earlier, Prez, if you, if you ain't going to do it, just, okay, just continue wearing your mask and being um, distanced from people. Right. But see, the problem is that it becomes down to an attitude because most of the people that decide not to get vaccinated, they also don't want to wear a mask. And so that was a bit of a double-edged sword where I'm like, okay, I get it. Okay, fine. You don't want to put something in your body? Fine. But now you're over here telling me that wearing a mask is so some affront to you. I ain't wearing that. Okay. But why? (laughs) What's what's your rationale? Because I'm not going to lie to you, Jules. I just started wearing uh-huh. my mask again at the gym. I had stopped wearing it for a while. Now I'm back to wearing it. Because when this damn variant thing happened, I'm like, no, 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 no. Mm-mm. Even really? if they told me that I'm safe, because like I've had the vaccine, I still am not taking that chance. Okay. 
I, and I, I'm not there with you yet, Prez, because I'm still, I was so, <laughs> working out in that mask, oh my it's God, tough. it was rough. It's tough. Man, it was rough. So I was happy when they said, when you, if you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear the mask. I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I walked up in there like, yeah, so you don't have to, woohoo, cool. <laughs> so I'm over there working out, man, like, all right, cool, I'm good, man, I'm back. You know, I don't, Prez, I don't know if I can, I don't know if I can go back to it, but. No, listen, I hear you, man, but it's just like I started just like seeing these numbers and yeah. I'm looking at stuff and I'm like, man, I might have to go back to uh-huh. being uh hardly can breathe trying to knock out these reps. But I think part of part of the problem though, man, and let's just let's just call a spade a spade here. We we touched on it briefly earlier in the discussion. Social media and these platforms, that is kind of a part of the problem when it comes to the mistrust that people have. Cause there's so much misinformation out there, Jules. And millions of people uh-huh. are reading these different videos that get posted on social on Twitter or Instagram, and they're taking that shit like the Bible and the law. And they're like, yeah, see, that's why I'm not doing it. But see, now when you have all this spread of misinformation that's going out to millions and millions of people, well, it's costing people their lives and it's costing the lives of other people. And that's why I always tell you that social media is twofold. It can be really cool, but it also on the flip side of things, it can be super harmful to all. And and when it comes to this vaccine, there's been so much bad information out there and it's causing these problems that we're seeing right now with this COVID Delta variant coming. You know, Prez, I was watching a preacher on TV. Mm -hmm. So what you're saying about social media and uh, uh, misinformed information. He made a statement. He said, bad teaching lead to blind people. Bad teaching lead to blind people. And that's what we're getting with this be it misinformed and and bad comment and stuff like that. Those are right there what you was talking about as far as, you know, educating yourself so you be informed and you can see things better. So, yeah, I just wanted to, uh, uh, you know, touch on that when you was talking about that uh, being mis- misinformed and stuff like that. No, no, I, I, I like that point because there's been a lot of people that I know personally that haven't been vaccinated and I asked them and I said, hey, um, so... What's the reason behind you not getting the vaccine? Because a lot of them said they're definitely not getting it. And they said it was the mistrust. That was the biggest thing. And I'm like, okay, well, listen, I'm not here to try to convince you otherwise. And they'll say, well, why is it that you decided to get it? And I explained to them all the reasons scientifically (laughs) why I decided to. Okay. And also the fact, too, that I'm like, hey, I'd rather have some sort of protections than to be walking around here with nothing. Right? So that's my thing. Also, I think about the fact that my grandmother passed away from COVID last year. She was a sitting duck in a nursing home, Mm -hmm. never had a chance. I don't want that Mm -hmm. to happen to somebody else's grandmother. Point blank. If I could do my part, that's kind of what my decision. For me, my wife, actually, she came to me one day and she said, I want to get the uh, vaccination. And I said, okay. And she was like, I'm scared. And as a good husband, I said, you know what? I'll do it with you. (laughs) <laughs> so she made the appointment she set it up and you know I, so i got it just off one day my wife was like hey i want to take it but i'm a little afraid and i said it's nothing to be afraid of but i'll do it with you and i'll, and I'll show you because i'll do it with you i'll be there with you so that's that's the reason i got the vaccine well no and, and listen that's fair but you did that to support her and, uh-huh. and guess cool it's all good me on the other hand i let other people uh Step on the sword first before I saw. I'm like, all right, let me observe you. <laughs> all right, cool. I'm going to go ahead and do this. 
step on the sword. You look, you look like you're all right. Yeah, I'm like, you look all right. You all right. You always been a little messed up, but you're not more messed up than you were before this thing. All right, cool. I'm going. But and then another another thing, Press, man, my family pretty much got it. My my parents and my older brother and his family got it. At that time, Press, it was they were still making the the dope, the you know, saying the vaccines and stuff like that. So it wasn't enough to go around. It was like, oh, you know, let the other people, let the people who needs it. Cause I felt like I'm okay. You know, I'm wearing my mask and stuff. I'm, you know, I'm not sick. I always we check we check our temperatures and stuff like that, and let other people who need it to have it first. Then, well, you know, I think this was a time where they saying if you get vaccinated, you don't have to wear the mask and stuff. And then I think a couple of days later, my wife was like, "Hey, I want to take it and stuff." And then that's when I was oh, okay. <laughs> so, so what month was that when you guys got vaccinated? Man, it was I want to say late May. Okay. Okay. All right. Yep. So for me, I got my first one. Mid April, and then I got the okay. second one early May. Yeah, so by the time I hit Vegas, I was fully vaccinated and I was out there acting up, no mask on, you know. But I was oh, living yeah. my best life. <laughs> it's 113 and, and, degrees and you, and you, and you out was, there in Vegas, boy. Ain't too much shade out there. No, uh-uh. No, you're in that desert, boy. Ain't too much. Uh-uh. Well, it's, it's some shade out there. This ain't the good shade. <laughs> okay. Oh damn, <laughs> man. <laughs> Just I think the point that you got that you made though about your own personal situation, the vaccination. That's only our that's our really true way out of this pandemic. There's no other way around it. I know that a lot of mm-hmm. people still feel whatever way they feel about it, but until we get herd immunity in this country, until the majority get the vaccine, we're gonna see these hospitalizations continue to go up. Unfortunately, we're gonna see these deaths continue to go up. And we're never going to flatten this thing and defeat this thing. So COVID, with all the people that said they want to put COVID behind them, they want to move on, they want to move forward with their lives, they want to go back to normal. But you don't really mean those things if you're not willing to do what it takes to make that happen, right? Mm-hmm. You're kind of you mm-hmm. talking out of your, your ass a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I would say this. We all have to do our part. And I think for those that are vaccinated, if you have people in your around you that have been open enough and comfortable enough to tell you that they haven't been vaccinated yet, man, try to have those conversations with them. Don't be judgmental. Just try to like say, hey, look, this is why I did it. Here's some information. This helped me, blah, blah, blah. Like I've shared the phone number of someone that led some clinical trials at the University of Chicago with several people that I know, and that helped them to make their decision. It wasn't me telling them this is what you should do. Here, we'll go talk to this person. They did a trial for 10,000 people that had this vaccine. So it just comes out with having information from people that don't have ulterior motives, getting information from sources of people that you actually trust. I think that's what it all comes down to. Oh, man, Press, you hit it right on the head there, boy. Hey, ain't nothing else to be said on that one. Just, <laughs> d- but just do your part. <laughs> do your part. Mm-hmm. Now, I had the Pfizer vaccination. I've had no problems. I still go okay. to the gym every day. I still run on that treadmill. I still am living life out here. I'm still fine. So a lot of people feel like, oh, this vaccine, I'm not going to be able to do this anymore. I'm not going to be able to do that anymore. I have not had any sort of side effects, no nothing. I didn't even get sick after I had the vaccine. I felt nothing. That's good. Yep, me, mm-hmm. me too. Right. Yeah. I had a little, uh, just a little headache after the second one, but that was it. Oh, see, that's hell, That could have been... But that could have been not sleeping or not eating and stuff like that because I was just on the go and this and that. So that could have been a number of things. Right. Exactly. Exactly. 
there's a lot of misinformation about that. People were going to get in the first uh, shot, Jules, but then they won't go back to get the second one because they got scared. Because, you know, mm-hmm. there was a lot of information out there, people saying, oh, the second was going to make you this way and the second was going to make you feel this way. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. When I went to get the second, I was still kind of like, I, I walked in there like, oh, boy. <laughs> What's about to happen to me? <laughs> I was just sitting there. You know, you ever just sit for something bad to happen? You just sit there like, any minute now. <laughs> sitting there waiting for it. Yeah, it never came. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Press? <gasps> <laughs> yes. <laughs> the inner child comes out. You're like present. <laughs> yeah, right. you, you know what's funny with me? Uh, uh, my wife and I went. To, we went and uh, they called her first, and they well, no, they called me first, and they called her. So after the second one and stuff, and I get up, and she was in the next booth over. I was like, "Whoo, no more masks!" And she was like, "Shut up, boy!" And that was all loud. And people, people started laughing and stuff. <laughs> People was laughing and stuff. Oh, <laughs> you man. That's funny. But shit, it, it was true because at that point, we was 100% open, you know? So you like, right. Right, we in here. Yep. Yeah, man. But I just think, man, it's just preventable. Like, this spike that we're seeing, these could just been alleviated. We have the vaccines. It's not like we're short on them. The right. government has made sure that we have them available. People are just choosing right. not to get them, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about it. We talked about it earlier. Our state is giving away money for people to get vaccinated. Great America was doing a drive to get people vaccinated, giving away tickets for people to go to the theme park. There's various states that are out here doing different drives to push people to get this vaccine. People aren't doing this for no reason. There's a reason behind it because they're trying to save lives. Mm-hmm. As Jules mentioned, no one's paying us to, to do this episode. We're doing this because we want to be part of the solution, as we talk about on this show all the time. It's real easy to come on this microphone and spread conspiracy theories and make jokes about things. But listen, this is me being dead ass serious with anybody that's listening to this that has not been vaccinated yet. I'm not judging you. If you seriously want information, reach out to us directly. We got you. Ain't going to be no judgment. But please, if you're listening to this and you have not been vaccinated you could be passing this on to someone else and you could be leading to them getting sick and passing away. Do you want that on your conscience? I wouldn't. Me either. If you don't want to do it for yourself, do it for somebody else. Do it for somebody else. Because like you said, this thing could be, well, it is a potential silent killer. Yeah. Yeah. It's a silent killer. So if taking consideration, if you don't want to do it for yourself, do it for, do it for your fellow, your fellow man, your fellow brother and sister and stuff like that. So, the last thing I got on it is when I think about the age groups that have the lowest vaccination rates, it's the 18 to 29 year olds. So now mm-hmm. that's a problem because those are the age groups of people that are out here living it up right now. So you don't think that that virus is just being spread all over the place? Right now, I think that a lot of this comes with education, outreach, and just really thinking about the person next to you. Because sometimes in life, it's not just about you. And that's when I look at the situation with COVID. We got to start thinking about other people. I have nothing else to say about this. If you're vaccinated, you're protected. But I still think that you have a responsibility as well to still reach out and connect with people around you that may not be. I think that's also something that I've been trying to do with people that have mentioned to me. Now, I'm not going to just go up to someone and ask them, hey, have you been vaccinated? But no, sometimes that stuff comes up in a conversation casually. 
And then when it comes up, I kind of pick my spots. You know what I mean? But once I pick that opportunity and I start having that conversation, it's like, oh, now you're in this conversation with me now. Mm-hmm. You didn't even realize you was here. Here we are. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yep. yeah, man. I just, I, just, I just want us to be in a situation where we're back outside now. I want to stay being able to be outside. I want to be able to enjoy this. The summertime, we didn't have much of a summer last year. You know, you see me out here traveling, Jules. I want to be able to do this type of stuff. But I want to be able to do it safely. And I want to do it where I'm not putting other people at risk. And those people that aren't vaccinated, you should have that same mentality as well. It shouldn't just be about your fun, but okay, fine. You want to have fun? Put on the mask. Stop endangering people around you because that's how this thing spreads. Jules, go on and hit them with that curtain call, bruh. Press this curtain call goes out the state of Illinois. Illinois has joined other states like California, New Mexico, and Ohio, offering vaccine incentive lotteries. For anyone who get at least one vaccine dose at Illinois is eligible to win and will be automatically entered. There are no sign up, no form, or no waiting in line. $10 million will be up for grabs in various drawings that will be held between now and late August. State of Illinois, President and I am pulling back the Curtain Podcast family. I'd like to thank you. Appreciate your hard work. Jules, thanks for that curtain call. As always, you can find this podcast on Amazon Music, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Deezer, or wherever you get your podcasts. We appreciate your continued support of the show. Without you, we wouldn't be. We're the Pulling Back the Curtain Podcast. Thanks for listening. Peace.